This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Bam Erickson here with AfterBuzz TV for Power Season 4, Episode 3, titled The Kind of Man You Are. Special guest in the building. Let's go. We're ready. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. Mm. I like it. Me too. <laughs> oh, we, we took it off. Uh, this is from the uh, season premiere. This is Jacob Banks. Ooh, that's oh, that's my yeah. It's an uh, opening closing song. Yeah. Oh. What's up, everybody? This is Bam Erickson, and you can follow me on all social media at Bam Erickson. It's your man Jimmy V. Twitter and Instagram at Be Your Own Dad. My name is Robin Ayers, and you can catch me at Robin Ayers. <laughs> and we have one of the power writers in the building with us. Yes. He is Vladimir Swetko. How are you? I, I'm great, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, course, so thanks for coming. Yeah. We have so much to talk about, and we're so glad yes. you're here because I have some questions that I want to answer, ask. Okay. okay. Everybody's okay. got questions, so yes. So, I don't have any answers. So, <laughs> Julio, Andre, and Keisha, they were brought in for questions from the FBI. Right. Okay, so... Julio wants, um, Julio was in the Toros local gangs, which explains his tattoo on the neck. James made a deal to, um, to get him out of the gang. Andre Coleman has a prior for being arrested for selling, for selling and distributing drugs. So, did the boys buckle under pressure? No. Nah. They okay. all held it down, they which held is it what down. you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. you know. If I had a team, I would want them on my team. Yes. Straight yes. up. Okay, and so, um, now... Do you buy this whole thing with the Julio story about how Ghost made a deal in order to get him out of the gang? There's something more to the story to that, and I'm not buying that you just get somebody, you make a deal with someone to get them out of a gang. That's not normally how it happens. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go an old school reference, but do you remember when Ice-T was a rapper back in the day? Mm -hmm. Well, he was... Affiliate, he was in like an affiliate with the Crips, and so he's the only person that I can think of who said, you know, he was hanging around the drug deal, uh, the the gangsters, and because he was so talented, they were like, No, you need to go. That's the only person that I can reference where somebody just lets you out of a gang, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not sold. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Um, what does that mean? Oh no! I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it was not a, a straight across deal. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but but Ghost absolutely. But that is part of their backstory is that that Ghost did make a deal to get Julio out of the Taurus Locos. But um, we're, we are going to explore that a little more in, in upcoming episodes, and that did come at a at a cost. I remember too. Like, mm-hmm. so it's, it's definitely <clears throat> within the er- earlier episodes too. Um, Julio and Tommy were having a conversation, and and Julio was just explaining how much. Ghost has done for him, and then Tommy was like, "Yeah, great, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of soft." So I think mm-hmm. that's what he he was kind of referring to when speaking about getting him out of the game. Yeah. That's how mm-hmm. I. 
And do you think that's why Tommy has like a little bit of beef with Julio? Like, is there like a a jealousy type thing? Like, you have so much loyalty to Ghost, and you know, what's that all about? You know, I feel like there is jealousy or or hate or whatever you want to call it. There is (laughs) there is some type of it. It it has a bad taste in Tommy's mouth. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I'm not sure why it is, but I don't. I don't think that it would be jealous because I will break down the history of Ghost and Tommy later. So mm-hmm. there should be no reason for jealousy. I just think that maybe by him ringing it up, maybe Tommy didn't like how he brought him in the first place. So maybe he just hasn't really liked him all along. And now that he's in charge, mm-hmm. now he's showing his dislike for Julio. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Good theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> So, on to the next. Yeah. On that or? <laughs> <laughs> did did Keisha buckle by showing that she was unaware of the waiting ring being sold? Or when Angie asked, <laughs> "So, to your knowledge, were they no longer functioning as husband and wife?" Y'all talk about it because I have my own Keisha theories and my Keisha uh, <laughs> problems, and I love Lala, but I'm starting to feel like a certain way about Keisha. Okay, I think we're kind of yeah. on the same page because Keisha did great as far as holding it down, not saying. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She did I about, <laughs> But up until the end was where she kind of squealed and said a little bit too much. Right. And that's when everybody body was like Ugh. so that's my only thing about that and then of course later on in the mm-hmm. episode i'm sure we will we get will. into it and as then, well, so. okay. yeah and then um keisha says to andy angie you already know the answers to these questions you asking me you know when he moved out you um when he was sleeping on the couch when he sold a ring because of you he left her for you <laughs> um so after the after the episode aired, uh, Courtney, the uh, creator, you know, mentioned how they, she wanted uh, she wanted uh, Lakeisha to say this because this is really Angie's fault as to why all of this is happening. I disagree. Mm-hmm. As to what you this, disagree with, what this is not Angie's fault. I think she plays a major part. <clears throat> Let me tell you why. Okay, break it down. Okay, I think this is Tasha's fault. I think this is Tasha's fault because. <laughs> Okay. Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. 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 Did he say Tasha? Hold on, wait, wait, wait. This is Tasha's fault because it takes two to tango, and like Tasha was not one of those two. Okay, go ahead, Bam. Had Tasha stand by her man when he did not want to sell drugs, get out of the game, and go legit. If she would have supported her man, I don't believe he would have ever... He would have ever had this relationship with Angie. Would they would have smashed? Yes, they would have smashed. But he left his wife, Mm. moved to that apartment Mm -hmm. on the other side. They were getting ready to have a big house. If she would have supported... Ghost wanted to stop (laughs) being a drug dealer. Yeah. You know what, man? A drug dealer. 
And she was Jimmy too don't busy. Do it. And she don't was too busy. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> she was too busy wanting to get Gucci handbags and and and, and, and the red uh, uh, the you red pumps. And she wanted right. to floss. You and got she a point. Wanted, and she wanted to floss to Keisha because that's her only friend. And if had she stood by her man. Mm-hmm. And she stood by her man. Mm-hmm. None of this would happen because after, because because she decided that she wanted to keep the drug life. Remember, remember in season one mm-hmm. when Ghost said something like, "So we're gonna be drug dealers until we 70? Mm-hmm. Like, who does that? Mm-hmm. Right. She wasn't willing to support, and okay, then Angie so, came along. All right, man. Can right. I interrupt real quick? Yes, you may. You have a, po- a very solid, very valid very solid point. point though, yes, yes, she did want him to continue uh, in the drug game, and mm-hmm. he did not. But. <clears throat> He also had an opportunity when he found out what Angela did for a living. That was early on. That was season one, season two. Flat Tux, uh, was that season? He, he found out that she was specifically uh, an AUSA at the beginning of season two. At the mm-hmm. beginning was, of season yeah. two. Do you know how early on that is when you're not Four. super head head over heels? Something so like that, it was very early on. No, no, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was right at the beginning of season two. That's okay. right, when, when Tommy went into hiding after after Holly was shot. Yes. Again, yeah, it was, it was right there at the, at the very end of that episode. Yeah, yeah. so then yeah. My, the point, thank you for that. I mean, it makes my point even that much more valid <clears throat> that he had an opportunity to not fall completely in love with Angela. He, 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 they had a thing, yes, there was that chemistry, yes, but he could have left once he found out what she did. You don't think it was more than a thing? I mean, they were, he moved in. Yeah, it was. Think his... about, they go back to high school now. Okay? Thank you. So there was a whole lot beforehand, too. But I'm not going to let you off that easy, though. But Angela believed in ghosts, the other side of ghosts, the business side mm-hmm. of ghosts. So that's where you have a great point. But it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. Which two to tango? And I, I, I just th- thought of something else. But mm-hmm. um, they both played a m- major part, though. Uh, and, and and again, and also Tasha had, was doing her thing with Sean. So she they was. there there was both cheating aspects. I just don't think that Ghost would have left her and did this whole thing. So I think Tasha is to 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 blame for this. And also, it has affected the family. Tariq does Certainly. not. Tariq does not um, uh, thinks the whole family's lying now. He doesn't believe them and. Now Ghost is in jail. Tasha can't raise him because he's too old and he's just doing things that she can't handle because yeah. men, were, men, were, men were meant to raise men. So it's, I agree it's, with that. It's, a, it's one downfall. So I have to say that. I want to hear I want to hear your opinion, Vlad, but let me just say this really, really fast. Um, she can't make him do anything. Uh, what, no, so you can't blame Tasha for Ghost stepping out with Angela. He's going to do whatever he wants to do regardless. And he had that spark with her, and you're right. It was more than just a thing. <clears throat> so if, if he wanted to explore that, he was going to do that regardless. Yes. So Stan. Okay. Ryder. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I... I I, I hesitate to say that the Tasha is so basic as, as to say that you know she only wanted to stay in this life because it got her a lot of cash money and she was able to get as many bags as she wants. I mean, you have to understand that Ghost has been doing this for you know fifteen twenty years. Mm-hmm. He's good at it. Mm-hmm. He and Tommy are good. She at did it. say he's good She's, at. It. Uh, you know, when he said to her in the line was uh, in, in that first season was like, I, I don't know any free drug dealers. Like uh, the only drug dealers I know are dead or in jail. Mm-hmm. Tasha and she she truly believes like that's not going to be you. She believes in how intelligent she is and uh, how intelligent he is, and also. It's it's the consistency of what they're doing. They've been doing this for decades in their life. Yes. They're doing it well. They've gotten success. But they've been able to hi- shield their children from it, from, at least from her perspective. Mm-hmm. Why are we going to tr- like turn course now? Mm. Why don't we just keep doing what we're doing? And it and it's true. I mean, it's, in some sense, had he just kind of kept down the same road that he was going on and, and not gone to, in the direction of Angela, they might not be in the situation either. Had he listened to her, they might not be in the situation either. So mm-hmm. it, can, it can go both ways. And as far as like as far as like him. Running off to the arms of another woman. Um, 
I, I, I can't, I can't in good conscience put put that on Tasha. You know, you you have, you know, you have problems in a relationship, even even if they're like, they're, you know. Uh, Kind of really exaggerated, like as as, as we have on power. We yeah, have power. It's like, <laughs> you know, you, you talk it out and you work it out, and like yeah. that's uh, that, that's what you're supposed to do. So you know, him him going with his heart and going with his love. I think I think that decision is on him. We can go. We, 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 <laughs> we can, can go on and on. Okay. We can go back and we can right. go back and forth. But yeah. um, you know, both sides have uh, both sides have they been have valid uh, points. Yeah, yeah, both valid points. Mm-hmm. So um, and we'll get to now Tariq this raining. Tasha. Damn, over here. Oh, man. Okay. okay. <laughs> like, Tasha's the blame. Yeah. Like, he got a point, but Tasha, yeah. that's what you okay. And so, when I was saying how I feel like this is, has affected the family, Tariq. Oh, it gets man. worse every episode. But <sighs> now, I normally drag Tariq, and last week I said, kill that little bastard. That's what I said. Yeah. Which is so I, wrong. Okay, and, go ahead. But I changed my mind. I'm, I'm liking Tariq because Raina got on my nerves. Because, so you like Tariq because Raina got on your nerves. Yes, but I also I, I watched it and I thought about it. Mm-hmm. So again, this is this has affected the family. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't know about the past. He doesn't know about about anything regarding his family, mm-hmm. the, the his mom and dad's past. But then also remember his mother and dad. They're hood. Mm-hmm. They're definitely in the blank. You know, they have this whole hood side mm-hmm. that he obviously has, and so now that he's trying to fit in this white upper society type environment, mm-hmm. and then you got these entitled white boys who are now mm-hmm. throwing coming at him. Mm-hmm. He needs to defend his honor. He needs mm-hmm. to stand up because he needs to let these boys know. Like, listen. I'm no punk. I'll beat your ass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I, 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 I stand point. by. I totally agree. I with stand that. by Tariq stepping up to that boy, saying, "Yep, yep, yep sure do." Yep. Because if you don't, if you don't, if you don't say something, that these kids are going to keep coming at him, mm-hmm. and which is why Raina got on my nerves because. <laughs> well, it, okay. The reason I understand your point of yeah. of you wanting Raina to like back him up, but the reason why I hear what Raina is where she's coming from is she's only trying to do she's trying to hold her mom down because yeah, of what her mom family. said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't think she's just being a punk. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of that is kind of she's the younger, not the youngest, but the younger one. So she doesn't really have that hood thing going on. Mm-hmm. But she's really just trying to do what Tasha told her. Yes. I, th- I think they noticed different things, and they're, they're actually they were, they were uh, they're twins. They had the same birthday. Uh, they, 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 so they what? Yeah, wait, yeah. whoa, wait, wait. hold on Tariq now. And Raina are twins. Yeah, they came. I out. think we knew that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're the same age. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So I'm just okay. Oh, that that's wow. a that's okay. a revelation. Now. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me. I didn't that know that one. No. Breaking <laughs> news. I think we did know that because they <laughs> called them the twins well, you in know the what? beginning. And since when they called them the same birthday, you guys take so long to do a new season. I forget. <laughs> so there's that. I think she might be the younger one by like a minute. Okay, like, we'll see. Well, yeah. we'll yeah. Yeah. Don't quote me on that one though. I've sure. <laughs> actually like decided wow. on that. Off topic, really quickly. Yeah. Speaking of age, who's older between Ghost and Tommy? Um, I think Ghost is just slightly older. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ghost is slightly older. Yeah. But they're, they're about they're about the exact same age. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Well, something you think about. Okay. But were you finished making your point? You were saying. Oh, oh, about Tariq. Uh, <laughs> just in terms of like like who he is and what he's doing. I mean, the thing is, is I think they're they're taking two very different perspectives. Uh, Reina is. Is she's she's doing the thing where she's just trying to pretend that everything's okay, and if she pretends everything's going to be okay, then it's going to be okay. So she's turning a blind eye to things. And mm-hmm. like Tariq, you know, his parents are who they are, and the thing is about children is that they. 
they see things that you don't notice them seeing, even when they're one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-olds. And so Tariq has picked mm-hmm. up a lot of the actions of his father and, and a lot of the duplicity of his father. And mm-hmm. I think we're, we're going to explore that going forward, too. Yeah. Uh, but then you also see, like, he's, he's, he's also developed, he has his, his father's instincts in him, the, the ability to lie and the ability to extract <coughs> revenge. And so yes, he, yes. he is also, but he also has the nobility in there in mm-hmm. him as well, and, yeah. and the desire to defend his family. And so it's... Uh, yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I I love it. the thing about Tariq is that it's like he's he's acting like a punk in some scenes and he's acting like a hero in another scenes is because he's really like he's he's confronting it head on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's confronting like yeah. the honesty of his parents head on and, and and the reality of the situation. And they've lied to him this whole time, so he's just starting to pull it together, yeah, pull yeah. It apart piece by piece and yeah. starting to see it with the curtain open the first time. So he's having strong reaction. Also, I don't know yeah. if you guys noticed, but like he, uh, I can't remember the kid's name, but Ethan, the one that he slammed against the wall. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed later, like the house up there. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was that kid's house. Yeah. And, oh yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and I was gonna, um, I was gonna get to that in just a second. Um, like I said, I had to go back and think back about the bigger picture and why I actually feel sorry for Tariq because he's a kid, and you know he has all this mixed emotions. He said to Raina, "We've never." We don't know anything about our parents before we were born. We never gone back to the neighborhood. Yep. Like, who are their cousins? That's true. And yep. so, and so, I can feel for Tariq as to why he's going through what he's going. Mm-hmm. Also, in that scene, and he was cussing. Did you? He was Ooh, so much. He dropped a few f bombs. Yes, on into Raina. I'm yeah. like, stop. It's crazy because we are seeing him grow up. Like he's came a long way, but yeah. but he's going the wrong way. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and he's taking it out on his. On his sister. Now, yeah. do you guys think that he has got into Raina's head when he dropped that that speech about we don't know about our family, we've been lied to? Do you think that Raina is eventually going to uh, to uh, get on her now twin brother's side and, yeah. and figure things out, or do you I, think she's no. going to stay as I daddy? Think she'll stay okay. her, in her lane. Okay. Um, now, something that I thought was interesting was so now the press is going after the kids and they're taking pictures and so forth, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because if you know, we're li- we live in L.A., so <clears throat> the media, they're very good at following people through their destinations. So it just would seem logical to follow Tariq, the boy, James's son. I-, I would, If I was a paparazzi, I would follow him because I feel like I can get more of a story out of Tariq. Where is he going? What is he doing? Who is he hanging around with? So it just seems kind of odd to me that they would go after Tariq uh, or go after Raina to make the mm. poor daddy's girl, you know, crying because her daddy's getting the death penalty. I would go after Tariq. Well, my, here's my theory on that. I think that that's not some random paparazzi guy. I think, I think that, Sandoval. I think, I think well, yeah, yeah, I think that that, that team mm. is has sent them to uh, or sent the paparazzi or photographer mm. to photograph them. And what better way? Mm. Who better to go after than Raina? Because mm. that yeah. is going to tug on the heart of if, if I'm ghost mm. and I see my baby girl out there crying. I mean, it's all about perception. I think um, I think Proctor said that he said it's all about. I think it was Proctor. Yeah. He said um, it's all about pers- perception perspective. Uh, in, in how like the the jury's going to perceive you, it, yes. it was actually like uh, when Silver came in and he was he was talking about when oh, we had Brandon okay. Victor, Victor Dixon came in. I think that that was the scene where mm-hmm. where he was talking about it. it's like it's how they're going to perceive you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, so just yeah. that thought, yeah. you know that that thread just that says to me that uh, if if I'm ghost and they want you to turn on you know and give up Tommy Egan and all these other things, then you will probably try to play on his heartstrings. Mm-hmm. And then so, I think that was definitely a low blow. 
because as you saw, they ended up um, sending that message exactly to her and it went all around the school and all that stuff. But mm -hmm. when Ghost received it in jail, mm -hmm. you saw how he yeah. reacted to it. And Charlie Murphy and yeah. that was great. Oh, just like, yeah. 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 I blame it on bad, bad parenting. Before we move on, anything else you guys want to say about uh, Raina, Tariq, Kanan? Were you guys surprised that uh, the job was actually to rob Tariq's friends versus I was worried I, I didn't know what he was going to do last weekend when he was teaching him how to how to break in homes were mm -hmm. you surprised that it was that man it's just like I've I know from my past I come from a type of neighborhood where there's good people and there's bad people and he's definitely hanging around those bad people mm -hmm. that'll teach you how to steal rob yeah. all that stuff and they take advantage of the people that you associate with well, oh you go keep the door open. Mm -hmm. Let me take care of it. So right now, uh, Kanan is taking full advantage of mm -hmm. Tariq, and it's 100%. completely wrong. Hundred yeah. um, percent. Lastly, you know what I do like though? What's that? The thread of truth. Did you see the newspaper heading? The yeah. truth hurts. Uh -huh. I like yeah, that. I saw oh, that's that just little, yeah. just little. I missed that actually. Yeah. yeah wow. It's pretty. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, okay, so now let's go into Proctor Silver Ghost Tasha Tommy. Um, so Silver automatically assumes James is guilty. James keeps repeating that he didn't do it. Then um, the scene they had towards the end of the episode, he calls him out. So um, oh, okay. is, is Proct, I'm sorry, is Silver and James, do you guys take this, um, this, uh, this thing between them two, do you take it as kind of black-on-black -black racism? Silver is everything James wants to be. Interesting. Okay. Because Silver called James out and said, you took the short way. Unlike me, and he started, you know, <laughs> me, mm -hmm. I did this, blah, blah, blah. And then and then James was like, oh, you grew up in a parent home, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like he's staring at himself if, mm -hmm. he, if he went the right way. Hmm. Interesting theory. This is this is one of the scenes that that we really like to write on power, and something that that Courtney really pushes is that she she likes scenes where both people are right in the scene, mm -hmm. and I think that that whoever watches that last scene, you you could agree with either um, you know Silver or Ghost in that scene, and you can you can either blame it on circumstance or you can blame it on choices, you can blame yeah. it on character, or you can mm -hmm. blame it on on, on mm -hmm. you know on so many different things. I don't think either one of them is necessarily right in that scene. I think they're both right in that scene, and I think both of them. I mean, the, the one thing that we have though is that. You know, we don't know if Silver might have had an opportunity to become somebody like Ghost in his mm. past. It doesn't seem like he even had that opportunity. But as far as Ghost, like there, there was an opportunity for him to become somebody like mm -hmm. Silver had he chosen to go down that road. Yeah. So the question is, like, did he have the right example to show him that opportunity? The, mm. the door was open, but like, why didn't he go through it? And there's, there's a lot of reasons why people go through that door. So I think it's, yeah. Um, he's a clone. I don't like him. <laughs> so I don't like I don't like silver either. Um, I, I don't like him. Um, so he has a three he has a three and one rate in um in defending these type of cases, right? And so for someone who has that great of a record to be so easily persuaded to say that ghost should go and do something and and take and consider consider the offer, well. Um, you wound up getting you wound up getting the footage uh, to, to to show that the evidence that the that the uh, DNA was was possibly tampered. So for someone to be that good to mm -hmm. give up so easy, mm -hmm. what if he was just trying to protect his record? Then why are you on board? Mm -hmm. You should not have taken this case. I, I, he's I don't I can't mess with him. 
I, I don't, uh, it's, there's something about him that I don't trust, even though he seems like a very um, legit guy. He seems like a legitimate attorney. I, there's something about him that I don't trust. And maybe it just pertains to this this specific case. And again, it's because we all want to free ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That we want some, uh, bam, ex- probably oh, oh. except bam, I don't know. But, <laughs> um, there's a lot of us who want to free ghosts. And the only reason why I say that is although ghost has had many <laughs> trials in his life and many things that he's done that are crimes in this particular situation it's it's ghost has the great intentions Mm -hmm. in life he just happened to have done some things and he's gotten caught up for some things that he didn't even do but i think that's why a lot of people want ghost to be free because he's not guilty in this particular situation Mm -hmm. um so as it pertains again to his case I don't like Silver for this case. He walked in and he said, uh, in that very first scene, he said, I'm not here to judge your innocence. I'm here to save your life. Mm -hmm. But on the same episode, you can see that he's sort of judging him. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the part that I don't like. And then he also says, I'm here because, uh, I'm not here because you're innocent. I'm here because you're paying me and that will help others who deserve to to be represented or something that he was saying. So he basically just gave a big F you to him saying, I'm just here to take your money and I'm going to do whatever it takes. Um, Something that I also... I think Silver is there's a there's a jealousy factor or he's crushing on on, on James. It's one of the two. There's something about <laughs> where did that come from? <laughs> watch his body. Wa- okay. Watch well. his body language. Mm-hmm. It is there's just something off about about the Silver character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, more to see. Remains to be seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Interesting <laughs> writer. <laughs> Proctor uh, and Silver. Uh, so Proctor and Silver know that the pu- uh, prosecution will go for the break the spousal privilege and force Tasha to testify against James. If she refuses, then Tasha. Tasha gets um, will get prosecuted. Tasha says that she will protect Keisha and won't tell anything. Do you believe her? How swag? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> How are you going to protect Keisha? Well, I'll, let me. I I will now defend Tasha. Ooh, oh, so <laughs> now we're switching sides. <laughs> we're switching sides. <laughs> I'll switch sides. When as soon as as when as soon as um as Proctor and Silver mentioned the whole break the spousal privilege, she didn't bat her eye. She didn't look like what the hell? Did, she knew exactly what that means. And we're also remember, I believe her um her background was had something to do with accounting, right? Uh, So she's a smart girl. She knows the law. Mm -hmm. And so I will say that she's smart. And if she says that she's going to protect her and that she's not going to say anything, I actually believe her. So what's cool about that scene when when she's talking to Keisha is she says, um, no, right after Proctor says she has three, what did he say? She's got three very good reasons to talk. And Mm -hmm. I think he's meaning like her kids, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... Right after that, she shows. I th- we've already known that she, there's something that uh, she doesn't really trust about Proctor, but now you have Silver involved. I yeah. think Tasha is so street smart that she's just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I'm not gonna give them anything. And yeah. She and she's very, you know, her street smarts are kind of kicking in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tommy Keisha moment. What do you guys think? Uh, this is where Keisha. Oh, she's Keisha. having second thoughts. <laughs> she's. Obviously, th- thinking of herself, which everybody, of course, you're supposed to, but at this point, everybody is in it together. Then she's like, you don't think she'll tell on us? When when you start to hear that within mm-hmm. your group, you start to slowly separate. And mm-hmm. remember what she said to him. She says, how did she say it? She said, I, I would, or I understand. Yeah, if or, I was Sasha, I would. Or yeah. Something yeah. Like that. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And then you see Tommy who's from the street. Tommy yeah. is looking. It's a beep. It's yeah. a beep. He didn't say it. He, it's just a beep that the camera was on his face. Like, huh, there's a thought. 
Then when he met, met back up, and I'm sure we'll get there, but we, when he met up with Proctor, mm-hmm. it was another thought. Um, he, Proctor is now putting uh, Lakeisha, he says that she's the weakest link yeah. or the weak link. Let's so talk it's about putting it. that in uh, Tommy's, and Tommy's that, mind. And that's the next thing um, on my notes is, so what is this beef that Tommy has with, I feel like there's blatant disrespect. Um, with him and Proctor? With him, with him and Proctor. He's your lawyer, and he is the only guy who can save your ass Ghost's ass, Tasha's ass, and he's being rude and disrespectful. Who does that to a lawyer or to their lawyer? Maybe some type of uh, wait, jealousy. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Tom, Tom Egan. Okay. Tommy, Tommy Egan. I mean, I, I mean, quite frankly, but Tommy, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a management style too. You, Tommy, Tommy's way of operating is to keep people afraid of him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a lot to do with that. And also, the like, Proctor's also not technically Tommy's lawyer anymore. He did get him off in season two. Yeah. Uh, but now Proctor's representing Ghost, which means he's <coughs> no longer representing Tommy. There's there's mm-hmm. a previous conflict of interest between mm-hmm. the two, but that's that's separated now. So if Tommy has any sort of fears, like he knows that Proctor's that guy's that guy's not working for me anymore. That guy's working for Ghost. And there there have been enough things that have happened now mm-hmm. over over the past couple of seasons where Tommy doesn't necessarily trust Ghost and what Ghost is going to do, especially when he doesn't have access to Ghost mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. bars. So Okay. Yeah. That was that was a nugget. You don't yeah. even know, but that was a nugget. <laughs> that was a good one. Wow. And, uh, I forgot yeah. about the whole Tommy Ghost spiel kind of back in the day because mm-hmm. he because it's been, the focus has been to get Ghost out, so everything's been about working together. So another mm. sign to the coin here. And mm-hmm. speaking of Tommy's um, the way he does things, um, Tommy and Pitar. Tommy doesn't like to be micromanaged and. Do you see this duo business? Do you do you see this going far? No, <laughs> I just don't. No, nah, it's too much friction. They don't. They don't a even. Whole lot of things. Yeah. yeah, like I'm mad at it. You know, like I get it. I get exactly why it happened and why they both feel the need to. <laughs> you know, it's funny when maybe season one or probably season two. Um, we talked about what was going to happen in the future, and I believe we agreed that Tommy was going to be running things. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to see him. Now in that position. Okay, can I say something? Go ahead. Going back to my why Tasha is um, why she's responsible. <laughs> she's the it was Ghost's. Ghost was giving Tommy that that um, that position a long time ago. Very true. Very true. He was. He was trying to make him step meaning, up. Step up, meaning that when Ghost when Ghost leaves when, when Ghost wanted to leave the drug business, Tommy was obviously going to take over. They were still going to do their right, business. Right. So yeah, I just felt like being petty, but okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, now Julio and Tommy. Julio decided that he needed he wanted to stop he wanted to stop the drugs uh being in the club and then and then um Dre. and then Dre went yeah. behind his back and then they wound up doing it anyway. Do you think Julio should have gone to Tommy? Do you think that pissed Tommy off more? What's your take on this? I go ahead. I mean No, you go ahead. no, no, no I was saying uh, uh that Julio should have gone to Tommy about yeah, about uh, 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 about Dre continuing to sell about or? wanting to stop the drugs at, in the club. Instead of just right, meaning that should he went to him and maybe conferred? Should he got right, his right, opinion right. about it, or right. or just I know he's the the, the 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 distributor, but you know Tommy is very like my way, my way, my way. So do you think that by Julio doing that, do you think it's going to cause any more riff or? Uh, yeah, okay, no. yeah, yeah, that that that, that, that one I can't. Okay. I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Dre and Julio are are not getting along mm-hmm. very well, yeah. and uh, you know, there's a there's a tension between the two of them, and uh, you know when when you're somebody who's number one at the top like Tommy is, like you you're gonna have to deal with your middle management. So, okay, yeah. and this deal that uh, this big shipment in two days, and with the thing what they had kind of in the warehouse, um, I I was 
What's going on? I wasn't sure. What I wasn't that was. sure. I wasn't sure what that was uh, with the with the fight on the on the monitor and people playing cards and mm. I was. Can you explain that? Oh, if yeah, possible? I mean, what it is is, is that, you know, uh, with, with Ghost being locked up uh-huh. and uh, a lot of the pressure that they've gotten over the past couple of seasons, Tommy is being exceedingly cautious in terms of, of being monitored by the police mm-hmm. and being able to pull off his, his, his drug business uh, um, <clears throat> in secrecy and, and in safety. So that whole um, kind of like the blind pig situation that they set up, like that, that gambling house that, yeah. that was, was set up with the intention of it's drawing. Yeah, it's a, it's a front. So okay. They, okay. It's, it, it, it seems to have illegal activity going on that draws the cops eyes to them and then Tommy's able to step out and actually meet with his primeras mm-hmm. and actually start okay. moving the drugs and mm-hmm. start having like real meetings without supervision and, and knowing that he's not being tracked by the cops so mm-hmm. that's is it, the okay yeah. is there anything so this shipment in two days um, and it was mentioned from Pitar that it was the, the Chicago was referenced and how the drugs had to keep being sold in the club and that was a deal that was made in, in order to kill Milan so is there anything that you can tell us for what we can expect for this big because it's obviously going to be big because um, yeah I mean the the drugs in the club you know at, at the moment the reason why Julio is just, just kind of like stepping away from that is, is, is that again out of out of an abundance of caution because they have a lot of eyes on them at the moment uh, but as far as like what's going to happen with, with Tommy and how he's running his network and uh, you know a lot of that is going to you know, it, it's going to take shape over the next couple of episodes. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but so, I, so it I sounds think, like yeah. a prelude. Like uh, <clears throat> you saying that that what they set up is a front. It sounds like possibly that they will be drawing the feds there to that particular spot. So something yeah. is going to happen. Yeah, because yeah. they're across the street, and the the lady in the back was like, "What's this?" And she was like, "He's like the guy in the front was like." Don't worry about it. Well, you know, all we need to focus on is Tommy. On Tommy, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the alibi. So, what the hell took what took James so long to 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 let his lawyers know that Greg pulled him over the same day? Oh, it it, it, it was just a part of like you know when when you go through uh, like a traumatic like situation like this and you're you're trying to piece together all the little different bits and pieces of like your interactions. I think Ghost Ghost really like in his head he didn't think that it was pertinent. Like, and mm. I think he just he just categorized it into like a, another place. Okay. Uh, whereas mm. you know, cause, again, this guy's dealing with a lot of lies and he's he's, he's dealing with a lot of like uh, trying to manage the people around him. So it's just he it, it came to him in that moment because like okay. oh, this is what it is. This is what we're looking for. Like this is how this happened. So okay. Yeah. I gotta say, um, I had an opportunity, you guys know, uh, to go to the set of Power Mm -hmm. for that particular episode. And so I watched a little bit. I was in the back like this, you Mm -hmm. know, with with the village and everybody. And I saw had an opportunity to meet, I don't know Silver's uh, real name. Brandon. 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 Yeah. And hear his story and how he came on to the show and everything and, and, and met Jerry. And everybody was great. And so, again, shout out to all of them. But I wanted to specifically talk about Omari in that scene, mm-hmm. in this entire scene that he's playing. Do you understand what that takes to to have that sort of demeanor as an actor? Like, even trying to get out of the scene, even when you say... Uh, Cut. Cut. Thank mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? And you try to go on with, with your day-to-day, like eating or whatever, just to get in that space. He's just done a, such a great job with that acting. This entire thing is so believable. Everything Absolutely. that he does, like just the small little minute things, uh, and I can't 
I can't speak specifically to the uh, the details of it, but I'm just saying if you pay attention to all of the things in those scenes in the uh, those gel scenes, mm. he's just done, done a fantastic job with it. So and he he went deep with the two, just in terms of his preparation and like you know the few things that I that I do know about him, like he, he uh, you know he's 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 always working when he's on camera and when he's off camera, and I you know for for um, uh, these scenes in particular, like he he did spend time isolating himself and yeah. like and getting into the feel of like what it means to be like in solitary confinement and only dealing with a few people. So yeah. you know he he really threw himself into it. So. He, he's doing obvious. a fantastic yeah. job, and he yeah. better win that damn award next year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Come on, power. The prosecution. <laughs> okay, so this is where I have a couple questions. So when so when um, so when John and Sandoval were having the conversation with Bailey, uh, John says to Gre- John says that Greg uh, both called uh, Bailey and Sandoval and visit and visited the two, um, and Bailey said that Greg called him that night saying that he could prove Valdez was the inside mole. Bailey then asked Sandoval, "Well, why did he call you?" And then John interjects and says, "Well, how did you know he called Sandoval?" Well, because John just said it a couple seconds ago. So, was there something that I was missing as to how that? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. following you. I'm sorry okay. because I, I know you're going okay. with something like specific okay. here. But like so, just, so, so in that conversation, uh, um, John says there that the both that both that both Bailey and Sandoval contacted and reached out to Greg, mm-hmm. and then as John as Bailey starts to question. Sandoval, well, what were you guys talking about? John interjects and then asks him, how did he know that when John just said, right, because right. you, he gave him that information. So I was, I was like, am I missing something or is that just too petty to... Uh, yeah, no, I, I'd, I'd have okay. to see. I'd have to see the scene to, to, okay. to see exactly what the, what that line was. I'm sorry, like okay. I'm trying to like replay it in my head. Okay. It's been a while. So. Okay, the bigger the yeah. bigger question that I have mm-hmm. is John with Sandoval. How come Sandoval hasn't been questioned regarding? His interaction with Greg Knox at night. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> this is a good question. So, uh, the, the, there are reasons. Uh, you know, I, I would say at this point, okay. Uh, you know, Mike Sandoval is uh, is, is leading the charge, and, and John Mock is, is is has a has a singular mind, in, in, and that's to bring Jamie St. Patrick down for this this particular, you know, uh, event. And, and what that points to is, is, is when you go into a prosecution and, and you want to prosecute somebody like James St. Patrick, you don't want to bring in all the other factors and all the other variables. You want to mm-hmm. find the narrative that makes sense for you, and you want to push that narrative, which is why Mock is so resistant to working with Bailey and trying to clear Greg's name. He doesn't care if, if Greg's name is, 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 uh, is, is vindicated or not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's why he doesn't care about the, the footage you know, that, that they ended up finding by the end of the episode, you know, that, that Angela had brought up. is because Mock is looking for his narrative and he wants to stick to his narrative. And so at this point, uh, whatever he's talked to Sandoval about and the lies that Sandoval has had for that, for that moment, like, uh, you know, that, that fits the narrative that, that, that Mock wants to, wants to piece together. And so, with that being said, I feel like that may possibly be the death of the prosecution because Mock Mock said that he he says so. We disagree on motive. As long as we get the win, what does the story matter? Mm-hmm. I think the story means the most important thing because the story with so many people involved is is what's going to win or lose their case. So I feel like I feel like John wants to win, and he's not thinking about all of the the facts. 
Yeah, Ma- John Mock is a is, is is a creature of pure ambition, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and that's why he is where he is in that department. I mean, if you look at any of them, actually, like Cooper Sachs is is, is quite honestly probably like the <laughs> most honest and genuine, and like and actually there like like there to actually like do some good in the world, you know, like uh, you know, no matter how like how, how mean he can be and how funny he can be, I I, 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 I love watching Shane do that do that episode. But yeah, uh, Mock is a <laughs> He's he's purely about his win, his image, yeah. and his ambition, and so he's going to get that, that that win no matter what. He doesn't care about the wreckage, and you know, quite so much about as long as there's a version of justice. You know, a uh, version of justice. Yeah. What's your take on Bailey uh, um, confronting Angela, saying that she needs to? Um, she says, Angela, you need to clear his name and admit to being a mole, and that she testifies about St. Patrick, and then he'll testify. Bailey will testify about Greg trying to nail the both of you. Angie, you go to jail. St. Patrick gets the needle, and Greg gets the colors on this grave. Everyone gets what they deserve. Bailey's a problem. Problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your take on Bailey? He's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that... Um, I like the okay. fact that he's I, putting pressure on Angela to supposedly do the right thing because she's in the wrong, mm-hmm. but she's but she's trying to keep herself out of it. So I like... Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how she is going to respond. Who is going to shut Bailey up? John Sandoval. I'm certain... It, I'm starting to wonder if, if, uh, if John and Sandoval are working together. Possibly, but they're going to have to shut him up. And then my other concern... Well, keep in mind that Bailey now thinks that, or Sandoval thinks that he can get something from Bailey, right? And so this big, so this big, so this big meeting that the two of them are going to have because he has the evidence, but he didn't want to show it then, you know, it would it, would it, will it set Sandoval up? Will Sandoval be on his P's and Q's? Um, I don't know. And I think that Bailey is getting himself into some deep, trouble, mm-hmm. you know, and he might cause some conflict <clears throat> amongst them, but also, you know, uh Sandoval, I mean he's getting he's getting good with the gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might take him out, but. but let's not also forget <laughs> Bailey's position. He's homeland, so he probably has access to a lot of things. Right. Well see that that's what I think. I feel like why are you using I feel like he's pulling he's putting his cards out on the table too soon. I he knows how yeah. to do some things. Mm-hmm. You know how to discover, you know, some th- even if it is wrong uh, and dirty, because that's why Greg was going to him. He's like, yeah. I know you know how to do some of these things. I feel like if it's that serious to him and he wants to vindicate Greg's name that much, he can find out some things without having to go to Angela first or even Sandoval or anybody. I agree. Um, so the hearing to drop the DNA evidence. Hilarious. Uh, open I discussion. Loved I loved it. <laughs> go Proctor. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Team Proctor on, on here. Uh, a complete surprise. Um, I liked how Proctor even went a step forward and say, you know what? We should just drop all charges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Judges like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down, man. <laughs> to the top. Man. That was but, uh, crazy, yeah, right? I like that, though. Yeah. Super the moon. <laughs> um, so I thought that was like an aha moment, of course, to Silver, because he didn't believe that mm-hmm. it was even, you know, uh, that it existed. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, eh, you know. So do you, <laughs> so although this, um, although that, thing has been has been dropped there's still the the part with the gun so do you think that the do you think the defense can breathe a little bit do you think that things are starting to look in their favor or do you think that they're still in trouble okay let's let's rewind it back a little bit when proctor mentioned to ghost james that they found the gun at truth did he say at truth or in his office uh in, in his office at truth 
He said in his office at Truth. Well, I meant I don't know what he said, but they, that's where that's where they found it. Okay, yeah. so yeah. W- right, so I, I'm saying, what did he specifically tell Ghost? Because if Ghost knows that they found a gun in his office and he knows the system as far as like the the cameras, why wouldn't he tell Proctor go look at the camera footage, go see, you know, let's go, you know, dig a little bit deeper. Can we discuss the the footage? So you know, yeah, how we, we we actually like the, the in the coming episodes there will be answers to, to that specifically. Okay. So like okay, yes, okay. like as far as like uh, we we took into consideration the the the, the cameras at, at the club and mm-hmm. uh, and what, when Mike was in there and and. So yes, mm-hmm. that. So I'm, it's I, like we got everything covered. We got that. I have to dig just a little bit. Will the answers have anything to do with Milan setting up the security system? That's what we want to know. Oh, that, that's an interesting question. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if, wanna, if I want to answer yes or no to okay. that. So, right. but, well, then, uh, okay. So let, well, let's uh, discuss our theory yeah, on yeah. that really fast. <laughs> so if Milan was the top of the top. Right. right, that's what he was supposed to be. He and his team were supposed to be the top of the security. You would think that he has got it separated somehow. Um, Ghost, his particular uh, cameras and his security system was different than what and, the club had. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. What do you think? <laughs> um, y'all don't know. We'll just go with my theory. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I don't understand is. I don't feel like the defense is looking at all the different aspects. For me, it makes sense that they will put Angela on on the witness stand because they should be able to twist the narrative that that James left Angela to go back to his wife. And the two of them, meaning Greg and Angela, uh, you know, conspired to take him down. Greg's a jealous boyfriend. There's plenty of proof to show that he's a jealous boyfriend. Angie is the last person Greg has Greg had sex with. Mm-hmm. So it would be easy to make those two come together as if those two were the ones who killed him out of out of anger, out mm-hmm. of out of jealousy, out of re- or, no, revenge, jealousy, mm-hmm. right, right. Or, or jealousy or right, something. Je- yeah, I know. Um, what you're and saying. I just feel like the defense I need them to wake up. Well, go ahead. Oh, uh, you mean uh, Sober and Proctor? The yes. Yeah, uh, you're, you're saying that they should put in Angela on the stand, or to... just or have different Good. options. I don't feel like I need I need better. I need them to I need them to have every possible solution. I mean, the difficulty in putting Angela on on, on the stand and and going straight at their relationship and the way <laughs> that that they could possibly do that. And by the way, this isn't a trial yet. This is all pre pre trial hearing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of this is still you know where where we are in terms of like what evidence is going to get get in, uh, admit, admissible in there and what's mm-hmm. not. So they're not in front of a jury yet okay. so so they're, they're trying to figure out like you know uh is angela somebody you're ever going to want to put in front of the jury and the thing is is like whether or not you know uh ghost killed uh uh greg for for the reasons of you know greg being a mole or or whether or not ghost killed him because he was just jealous because he was he was sleeping with angela and now greg was sleeping with angela again mm. both of those things point in the direction of ghost still having killed mm. greg so mm. i you know in, in that sense like putting angela on the stand just simply for that that particular reason i, I don't i don't think it gets him off Oh, right now, I think the defense is just <clears throat> looking for that breathing room. Yeah. I think they're just playing a catch up, and they at this point, I think they're finally neck and neck. Mm-hmm. And now, next move, who's hey? I think, Bam, what you might be feeling is mm-hmm. the fact that it seems like the prosecution is digging more. It seems like they're having more uh, meetings does, and they're yeah, talking exactly. a, little, a little bit mm-hmm. more about mm-hmm. their options and pulling in different uh, witnesses or people who may have something to do with the case. And mm-hmm. we're not really seeing that from the defense. But I think Proctor has something up his sleeve. So, I, I, 
So this was a big win too. I mean, getting the DNA t- taken yeah. off the case—that's that, yeah. a big win. I mean, that's, that, that was a big equalizer. Like I, I think that that you know. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Um, I forgot. Go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, anything else regarding um, defense or prosecution? Anything else before we move on to the last topic? Um, just you know, going going to the next episodes. I think I think you're gonna see that uh, uh, Proctor's really pissed off the prosecution with what with what he's done. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, so. It, it, it's going to be that's fun. It's going to be a fun struggle between the two. They're coming, coming with it. Is Sandoval the reason for the the media, specifically those people going to take pictures? Because there was a look on Sandoval's face. I thought Proctor was. No, no. Meaning Proctor made the announcement and went to the media first. But as far as now the children's pictures being taken, I feel like Sandoval has something to do with that because there was a look that he gave when he says, no, we're going after it. When, uh, when John says, you know, all bets off. We're going after the kids. Oh. Um, yeah, no, that, no, that, that, that's really good. You guys put that together, but I, I think uh, uh, in, in in some of it, like it's the you know, the media is out there and okay. and, and, and is, is is doing what they're doing. So you know, as far as like having having a real connection between the two, Mock is, is is more the person though, like who is who would be up to those kind of dirty tricks. Okay. So. And and in my opinion, um, and I think I know the scene that you're talking about, what I read on Sandoval's face is sort of the thing that we've been reading a little bit mm-hmm. is that kind of guilt, you know, that now you're talking about the kids, you know what I mean? And he's a dad and he yeah. really isn't, like he said, he's not really, Sandoval isn't a killer. He's not necessarily a bad guy. But when you say something about this kids and, um, and then he's going to get lethal injection and all that stuff. I think he's Something feeling like, damn, deep. this is really like, yeah. look what I did. And this, <laughs> this dude is about to fall and his kids are about to, their lives are going to change. So that's what I read. But back to the court scene when, uh, when Proctor asked for all the charges to be dismissed. I thought that was hilarious, by the yeah. way. But um, shouldn't he have asked for bail? Is, would, would that have been possible? Would it have been too late? Because I, I, they already I, did the bail um I, I, trial. I think it's too late. We we have we have uh, you know attorneys in the room who, who know more specifically better than me. I'm I'm not uh, that well versed in the law, but I, mm-hmm. I do believe that the bail, bail hearing has already been uh, set and done, and it was right. denied. And so so even with yeah. that new so information, you, you can't it's step like back okay, from that, no. okay. No. So John Teresi gets a call, um, gets a phone wrapped in ramen noodles, and then he calls. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, bringing it back. To- the then time. then yep. he calls Sam. Is Sam somebody that's important enough that we're going to see the person? Yes, that- yes. We, we, we will meet Sam. All right. So Sam informs him that Tommy is a, a boss from Queens, that he came up with some mooly, a.k.a. black guy, um, who went by ghost, started, the two of them started slanging dope on the corners, and then they worked their way up, but he doesn't know who that ghost is. So how do you guys think Tony put two and two together about James being ghost? And is he possibly Tommy's, is that Tommy's, uh, is dad. dad. Didn't Sam on the phone, did, did he not mention that James was ghost? He didn't say that? No, he did not. He when, once he said, I don't know who ghost is, then oh. Tony turned around and looked. Oh, okay. That's at, what he, at, okay. Uh, at ghost who was in the, yeah. So, so I don't how, know how he put that, I don't know. Okay. Well, I, I know. I know all yeah. the answers. I, I didn't think that deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, but um, I can't. Think I know of exactly. That. So <laughs> I can, I can, I can possibly see that maybe this uh, can potentially be Tommy's dad, mm-hmm. but I also, you know, think that that. So let me explain my theory. So um, I think that that this this Tony guy used to date Mrs. Egan back in the day, 
and they were in a serious relationship and then Mrs. Egan was a hot ass so she went to the club where Ghost's dad James used to own the club <laughs> she met with James and they got together smashed and she got pregnant and had Tommy which is which explains why the two of them, I believe, are have brothers. And Ghost, you saying is older? I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Ghost <laughs> is um, Ghost is older. <laughs> I started to laugh because you got such a great I'm imagination. Like, I'm like, I'm following along. Hey, Courtney, you <laughs> I, I told her. Uh, well, I'll tell you about that. Um, so, so, so anyway, um, and so I feel like. I feel like he um, he has it out for for Tommy because that that could potentially be his kid because his new wife Connie can't have kids. So I feel like he's looking like you know he wants to. That's why Tommy is the chosen one to go and make the drop of the twenty thousand uh, each week. So you know why Tommy? So there's 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 some there's, there's something, something there there's for something sure. there's something deep to the point where he has some affiliation. I believe more so on the Egan side than than Ghost. He does you know. because remember last uh, episode when was it his attorney who was talking about or he was talking to him about who they were, who mm-hmm. Ghost was, and when he heard Egan, he sat back. It was a it was a moment. Like yeah. Egan and where did they grow up? So there's a tie there. Uh, whether that's his pops or not, I don't know. But um, you know, I guess we'll see. How is this money drop off gonna pan? How do you think this is gonna pan out once Tommy has to make the drop to this guy who he knows does not know? How do you think this is gonna pan out? Tommy's a hothead. He'll try to do the drop. They'll get into something, and I bet any money Tommy is going to kill that person. Okay. Um. You have anything? Okay. What do you guys think? Okay, do you think James is going to eventually have to play a badass in jail and start to knuckle up and take over? Yeah. Um, I can see it. I can see it, too. I, I, I saw a clip where James looks like he's in jail and he's bleeding. Fighting, yeah. And he's fighting. I think he may have to kill Teresi. I don't know how. I hope he does. I mean, not like that. I hope we find out the storyline first. <laughs> but let's. But, but, but also, Teresi's not a punk. He is on right, trial clearly. for the murder for um, someone's name. I, I can't remember. But he's had a, a long prior since the 80s. Mm-hmm. And let's do the math. Ghost and Tommy are supposed to be in their 30s. They're not in the 40s yet. So they're in their 30s. So this is right around the time when Mrs. Egan got pregnant mm-hmm. with Tommy's I'm just, I'm just so, saying. So, I mean, well, clearly, uh, Teresi's not a punk. I mm-hmm. mean, he gets the ramen noodles with a phone in it, and <laughs> yeah. then he, um, he and got then the he, juice. he said to Biscuit, he was like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Back wow. up, and then Biscuit just got up and left. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Biscuit. I think it. if there's somebody that Ghost does kill, it'd be Biscuit. But why? Just because? To prove right. yourself? I like, mean, let me show they you. already uh, got in. Yeah to it one time. So. Well, we're not going to do any predictions, but we are going to just ask as many questions as we can and see what <laughs> you can get. I gotta ask one. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, everybody on social media said, Jimmy, you have to ask him. I know you probably can't answer this, but we've got the writer from Power. When is Ghost coming out of prison? Uh, when seems to suggest that he does. Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, oh. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I tried. Okay. <laughs> I tried. Tune in, though. <laughs> um, a side note. I know someone who is in prison, and I can't accept collect calls when someone from prison calls me on the cell phone. How is that possible? Is that a California thing, or is that a New York thing, or did you kind of have to skip that? 
<laughs> did you have to skip that surface? Wait, wait, was that was that a cell phone when he called uh, Tasha's yeah. on? It was it, it was, was it wasn't yeah. a wireless yeah. cordless oh, phone yeah. at home. Tasha, 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 Tasha had a cell phone. Um, uh, Andre had a cell phone. Mm, Tommy had mm-hmm. a cell phone. How? Uh, or should I well, just not be well, petty no, I mean, no, it's a fine question because uh, I the one at home I think says you have a collect call, but uh, uh, in California at least with people that I know who have uh, been in prison, you have um, you, you you get in in your canteen you get a calling card, like so you, you get you know hundred bucks or whatever that you pay towards it, so mm-hmm. you, you can make phone calls out. You okay, know? but it, I think it it might be dependent on what level of security prison you're in that they might give that to you or take it away. But okay. again, and so but uh, I'm not sure it's when he. When he does call cell phones, I does it say that it's collect? Um, there's a couple of times when I it, it said collect call, so that's okay. why I wonder. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so well, I have a collect. question. Um, last episode when James called Tommy in in that whole scene of uh, I need help me, yeah. and he says take care of my family. Does that actually mean something deeper than just help my fa- or help my family? Uh, take care of my family. I I think. Uh, when when Ghost says that, mm-hmm. says help me, uh, it uh, the meaning to him is that he thinks he's not getting out of there alive. Mm-hmm. That's that that's why he's saying. So know, he really that, does mean take care of my family. Yeah. Just in the, yeah. okay, thank uh, you. Um, okay, uh, with the drug with the drug um, storylines, I think that Julio is the wild card. I think Julio is probably the one that's going to go, um, but. Is there anything that you can tell us with this big with this big drug thing um, between Julio, between Andre, between uh, uh, Tommy, Pitar? I feel like something is brewing because you have all of these alpha males um, together, and there's no true leader. Well, Tommy mm-hmm. is, but Ghost was more respected, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like Tommy's not as well respected. So I feel like something's going to go down. Can you? Not a shaker or something. Well, I mean, listen, it, the show's got power. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a power struggle that's okay. happening right now. And, oh. uh, you know, with, with somebody like Ghost being absent, I, you're, you're absolutely right, is that, that Tommy's going to have to work really hard to assert himself as number one. Okay. You know, because it, it's, it's not a given that you're that. You don't just step in that position. Once you step in that position, you have to earn it and continue to earn it. So. Okay, which episodes right. did you specifically? Um... Uh, this year I wrote episode <clears throat> seven. Okay. Yeah. Seven. Very nice. So pay attention to episode I'm excited seven. for that. All right. Any well, other questions before we do social media plugs? No. All right. But shout so- out to Tommy for stepping up to uh, take care of ghost kids, like dropping them off at school and whatnot. And I like what he said oh, to uh, oh, what he said was, to Tariq. That was awesome. Yes, he was like, so, uh, he said, your father would you. never. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I, like, I said, did he release? I released you. Go be smarter than your Uncle Tommy. Go. Tommy. Oh, goodness. Joe. Okay. And then he says, your father would never put our family at risk. And I thought that was pretty deep because that just shows you where they're at. Okay, go ahead. All right. So you can follow me on all social media at, at, um, at Bam Erickson. And I'm also in this new Twitter campaign um, for the new Twitter commercials. Uh, the hashtag is um, it's hashtag summer getting, hashtag uh, see every side. So you can check me out in the new Twitter campaign. See boy Jimmy V, Twitter and Instagram at Be Your Own Dad. Go check that. Where can we find you? Uh, at Vladimir Svetko. It's, uh, it's my name. Uh, that's. That, that's my Instagram handle. You can find me on Twitter, but um, I'm not on there very much. <laughs> a lot of power posts. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Go follow the man. And you can follow me at Robin Ayers or go to my website. It's RobinAyers.com. Hey. And we want to thank you so much for uh, tuning in. We got a yeah. lot of great insight. And uh, 
you are welcome to come back anytime. Any and thank time, you for you know man. sitting in with us. Yeah, this is my first time doing anything like this. Yeah. This is a awesome. pleasure, guys. Like, thank you so much. What an like, honor. Cool. Thank you. Right. Thank you. So yeah. let's give a hand to uh, Vladimir Sweatko. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV for Sweat Power Go. After Show Season 4. And we will see you guys next week. See Keep ya. it locked. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.